and Workers Beat. I'm Gene Lance, and that is our fanfare. Fanfare playing for Bunny Matthias. And, and Gene Lance. Because. We are. <laughs> we are superstars. Because we had a, an article printed about us in D Magazine. That's online. A, D that's Magazine letter, online. That's, that's right. the letter D. Yep, yep. If you want to look it up. And uh, it's, it said we were good and that we were nice and that we uh, were not evil. <laughs> that it did. It said we're not evil. So, yeah. so that goes to all you folks out there that think that everybody, that we're evil and we talk bad. And, and stuff like that. We yeah. are not. Uh, we got we an article know. in D Magazine. That's do you, right. Do you have an article in D yeah. Magazine about you? Well. There's actually another article in, on D, and, D Magazine online about KNON, which right. is very exciting. Not uh, only that, but we're the front cover of the Dallas Observer. That's right. And we're the first story. When you pull up D Magazine, KNON is the very first story on the, on the masthead, as they call it. Mm-hmm. And here we have another mention in be- That's D. A D Magazine. This too. is the best of D, and we are the best radio station. <laughs> Terrestrial radio is the land of corporate acquisitions and industry-dictated playlists. In July, KNON celebrated 40 years of being the exact opposite. A station driven not by genre, it's not rare to hear metal, Tejano, blues, and hip-hop in a single afternoon, but by heart, it may live forever. May it live, I'm sorry, may it live forever. Listen to that, all you other radio stations. Yeah. (laughs) All you commercial radio stations out there, take that. Ha. Well, anyway, this yes, is the we're bragging. You're totally, you are dang right. We're bragging. This is this is the workers' meet program, which is supposed to be about everything from the point of view of working yes, families, not right. about us. That's right. That's so right. we like to start with things you can do. July 29th at 4 p.m., Democratic Socialists of America are having a pool tournament at 4822 Bryan in Dallas. Uh, July. That's at the Dallas site, folks. Is that the name of it? Yeah. It's at it, the Dallas site. Are you going? No, it's you, it's between. You can't shoot pool. It's on, you're no, one I arm. can't. I can't play pool. I can't bowl. Renda, my friend Renda, looked at me on Thursday evening at the board meeting. And said, "Would you be on our? Do you want to be on our bowling team?" <laughs> yeah. One armed. One armed wonder. I, I have one arm. That's July the thirtieth. There's a free on at five p.m. There's a free online labor workshop. You have to contact me, GeneLance.org. But August the. Sunday is our 40th anniversary. That's also the the 40th anniversary of... KNON. KNON. 89.3 FM. And they're celebrating where? At the Granada Theater in Dallas. Oh, the Granada Theater, and it's all afternoon, right? Yes, from 2 to 9. Okay, I'll be there at 2. Yep, I'm going to do that. Okay, August 1st through the 3rd is the Texas AFL-CIO Convention in Round Rock. And their slogan is, Labor Leads... Organize and rise. Yay! August the 3rd through the 22nd, the Teamsters are voting on the UPS tentative contract. Which everybody's saying it's such a great contract. We'll see. They have to vote on it. July the 31st through August the 11th, Congress is in recess. Good time to visit your representative. I'm going to go see mine. August the 1st through the... Oh, August the 3rd through the... Well, I already got that. (laughs) August the 5th uh, at 4 p.m., DFW Arriba Las Mujeres networking session. That's got something to do with the teachers. And it'll be at 600 Griggs Avenue, Fort Worth. Info from the from the Texas AFT. That's the American Federation of Teachers. August the 8th at 6.30, Communication Workers of America and the Texas Climate Job Projects are holding something called Back to School Town Hall uh-huh. at 1408 North Washington. That's at 6.30 on August the 8th. August the 9th at 12.30, the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, that's my group, meets at the AFT Hall, Bishop and Center in Oak Cliff. Everyone invited. Call Judy, 214-729-0063. August the 16th at 5 p.m., voter registration at Mean Green Fling at the Willis Library, 1506 West Highland in Denton. I kind of thought that when you said mean green, it was probably in Denton. Why? I don't get it. 
the University of North Texas, that's they're the mean green. Oh, that's they call themselves the mean green? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. August the 19th at 1 p.m., Dallas-Fort Worth Chapter Social. I think that's y'all, Young yes. Active Labor Leaders. Yes. At the Legal Cafe, 114 Main in Fort Worth. We have a caller. No, it's from Texas AFT. Oh. Well, let me skip through this. Okay. August the 29th. August 29th, 26,000 American professional flight attendants end their voting on a strike authorization. September the 4th at 8.30 a.m., Dallas AFL-CIO Labor Day breakfast at Longhorn Ballroom. Very important. And right after that, right down the street at Lofty Spaces will be the Dallas County Democratic Party Labor Day picnic. Okay, good morning. It's inside. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNOM. Thanks for waiting. Miss Jean, Miss Bonnie, how y'all doing? Good morning. Right. Good morning. How y'all? Can I say something real yeah, quick? Yes, please. Go ahead. Oh, it's about my boxing who I had over 30 fights. Only won one fight. Couldn't fight two rounds, but I turned four out of four with six of The white guy started part of my name was Rocky Robin Blake, 135 pounds. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Uh huh. Only won one fight. I, I was 23 years old. I beat the 18 year old Spanish guy in the Golden Glove. Uh huh. Six months later, six months later, I turned four out of four with Texas, David Gorman, Boxer Jim, Donald Terry, Steve Cruz, Gene Hatton, Robin Blake. Wow. I ain't stepping. I had pox and I dealt with pox in 35 years. I had a stroke on my whole left side. Oh. I just want you to know that's how good God is. God is good. That's right, brother. That's right. He'll never leave you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. That's right. Thank you for calling, Jacob. You have a great day, okay? You keep it up. Oh. Keep training, okay? And you can call us. Okay, bye-bye. And and you can call us, too, at 972-647-1893. It's it's not supposed to be a program about us, but it's supposed to be about you. Well, you know, we can't help it. It's supposed to be about you, so if you want to call and give us your opinion, lay it on us, 972-647-1893. This station got some serious cred this week, man. I'm telling you. Wow. Well, it's a good station. It is a great station. They had, uh, they had a meeting Thursday night, and I was amazed. There were 100 volunteers there. I counted them. Wow. There were 100 people there. They are all volunteers. What did uh, y'all have to eat? Uh, tacos. Oh, man. Was, and uh, Pierre addressed the group. Yay, Pierre. Uh-huh. And they, all, they all clapped. Well, but anyway, it's, it's, it's amazing to see 100 people that are volunteering to put on a radio program and not getting paid for it. And putting on a radio program, a radio station that uh, is beloved around North Texas. Last week I asked, what do the oppressed groups have in common? In other words, people that oppress black people, Mm. people that oppress gays, we call them homophobes, the people who oppress the Native Americans, people who oppress women, people who oppress children, and I, I maintain that children are the most oppressed group in America. So... What do they all have in common, I ask. A very smart lady answered, but I don't know if people remember the answer. So I'm going to throw that question out there again today and let anybody call in if they want to answer 972-647-1893. What do all all American oppressed groups have in common? Now, as far as the labor movement goes, change is underway. They're going to have a motion. They're going to have a proposal to deal with down in Round Rock when we go to the convention at the beginning of the month about organizing. They're going to get mixed in on organizing. See, folks, in the past, organizing was pretty much just a problem of a, of a union. The Federation, the AF of LCO, usually didn't get involved and wasn't much help when they did. Times have changed and they're dramatically. Going, they're going to consider uh, coordinating the uh, the organizing efforts across the state. Well, and and uh, we have a brand new vice president of CWA District Six, mm-hmm. uh, Derek Osabase. He is a total political junkie. He knows civil rights. He knows politics. Uh, he was a, a Texas State employee. Uh, I mean, this and organize y'all. This man, he he can organize circles around. There's only one person that I can think of. Two people, I'm sorry. Sandy Rusher and uh, Judy Graves are 
the only two people that hold a candle to Derek Osabase that I know. And they're both communication And they're both CWA too. and they were both organizers. Mm. So, uh, so I mean, CWA, CWA has been a fa- doing a fabulous job of organizing. We announce that every week because they, they organize somebody we new do. every week. We're so but, but this is going to be different if the federations start to get involved. And that would mean trying to focus this tremendous support that we have from the public at large. We have the highest approval rating of any institution in America. People like the labor movement more than they like the president of the United States, more than they like any candidate for president of the United States, more than they like Congress, much more, and way, way, way more than they like the Supreme Court. So if we focus that on our organizing drives and on our... uh, contract negotiations and on our strikes and troubles that we sometimes have to get into, then we are just going to be winners all the time. And the problem in the past has been that we didn't focus. We're not focused. I think we're, I think we are getting there. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting focused. We have a caller, Gene. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello, Gene and Bonnie. Yes. Hi. Hi, uh, this is old veteran. Mm-hmm. Twice veteran. Mm-hmm. That Russia's watching, Iraq is watching, North Korea's watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Hightower's watching. Everybody's mm-hmm. watching us fall apart in this country. And oh. we, we, still can't, we still won't come together. But I'm going to ask you a question. Everyone you just named, Everyone didn't name one thing that uh, I can't change is my color, the color of my skin. But all the gays, uh, homosexuals, uh, uh, the midgets, the women, they they can be either one. But I can't be all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. They have a lot in common. I don't have that. Everybody can be me. Yeah. But when y'all put up the foundation that black, you add us first black, the, uh, all the other groups. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they're separate from us because we, we never really were citizens of this country in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I know the Constitution of the United States. So that's what, they have a lot in common. We, have, we, we buy ourselves. That's why George Floyd and us die by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and so I wish we wouldn't put us, combine us all in the same category. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. The, uh, the, the African-American situation is unique. Completely unique and completely different and completely uh, and not not something you can solve just by flipping a coin or something. But there is something that all the oppressed groups do have in common. And I'm not saying that they're just alike. No. By any means. No. They're they're very, very different. But they do there is one thing that they have in common and I think that's something We're all everybody poor. needs to 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 dis- They don't dis- have any money. They don't have any money. They don't have any money. <laughs> That's probably true, but some women have money and they're still oppressed, don't you think, Bonnie? Well, that depends on uh, what kind of Black people are still oppressed. Even some, a very, very few of them have money and they're still oppressed. Well, it depends on what kind of person you are. Mm-hmm. If you have that money, are you yeah. a good person who actually does good things with mm-hmm. your money? Or are you one of those that just sits on your money mm-hmm. and does nothing good for okay. anybody but yourself? I don't know. Okay. It's kind of what, it's one of those, which side are you on, you know? That's the very question I love to talk about. Which side are you on? 972-647-1893. I had a, there was a young man approached the uh, the Dallas AFL-CL recently, and I'll talk about him after this caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling. K-N-O-N. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. This is Councilwoman Arnold. I just wanted to, to comment on two things. Number one, quickly, we have the budget meetings coming up throughout the city. And this is one way that we can all oppress uh, the rest, can weigh in (laughs) on the budget. Yeah, isn't there a phone number you want everybody to call for that? Yes, sir. But 214-670-0780. I was listening to the last show, and uh, you gave out that phone number. 214-670-0780. Then what do you want them to say when they call? Well, when they call, I want them to make sure they get an understanding about these dates, August 10th, August 15th, and August 17th. August 17th, 16th, 
I'm sorry, August 10th and August 15th, we will have a virtual town hall budget meeting at mm-hmm. 6.30. On August 17th at 11 a.m., we will meet in person at the Highwater Williams Recreation Center. That meeting is a face-to-face, and that is really geared toward those folks who are not working during the day, and they can come. We have seniors who can come. We'll have a light lunch. But that is the meeting where we can, and also throw this out quickly, those individual seniors who can connect with the recreation centers, such as Beckley Center, Eloise Lundy, we will have buses and ways of getting them in contact with buses where they can be transported to okay. Hiawatha Williams. You, you better, you better okay. shorten it because we, we, we we're past time for break. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. All right. Vote. Vote. You know what connects us is the vote. Yes, ma'am. We okay. got election in, the, in uh, November. We sure do. Yes, that's one thing. Whether oppressed or the rest, we all have that vote that we can all right. have. And Bonnie can tell it best. Yes, right. ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have now a great have to day. Thank you. We're back on the Workers' Beat. 972-647-1893 is the number. I was asking, what do all oppressed groups have in common? And uh, Carolyn King Arnold, the congressman, uh, city councilwoman, said they all have to vote. That was a good one. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the answer I was looking for. No, but, but it's... it's uh, it's And a, Bonnie said they're nearly all poor. That's, that's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah. What do all oppressed groups have in common? What's the one thing that unites them all or could unite them all. 972-647-1893. I was also going to tell you about a student who was doing a uh, paper for his teacher, and his teacher said that he could do a paper on labor, and so I suggested that he do something on the minimum wage. So he's his paper goes, uh, should we raise the minimum wage in Texas, or something like that. And uh, so he went around, he interviewed his teacher, he interviewed... Uh, some teachers from the community college and he interviewed uh, some city council person in McKinney and uh, and of course then yesterday he interviewed me oh oh <laughs> and <laughs> oddly enough my position was completely different from the economists the teachers and the uh, and the uh, city council persons good morning thanks for calling KNON yes uh, my name is Sean uh, and earlier today on Reverend Barnett's show, a gentleman called me and he was complaining about the jobs, uh, that the employees are sending the jobs overseas. Mm-hmm. And I would like, I'd like to hang up and explain to you how Congress allows um, employers to go overseas. Mm-hmm. Because can't they stop us from going overseas or is that just totally up to the purview of the employer? Okay, we'll we'll be happy to talk about that, mm-hmm. Pierre. And uh, Bonnie, do you want to talk about trade issues in America? We we both know Bob Cash. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, he's the Texas Fair Trade director, lives yep. in Austin. He's been fighting and for he's, He's decades. forever lining us up to do some kind of a demonstration yeah. or speak we, out or something. We protested very heavily uh, around the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew it was wrong. We mm-hmm. knew it was bad for the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we got we were outside Eddie Bernice's office, Eddie Bernice Johnson's office here in Dallas, uh, and protested pretty hard, and she got kind of she was kind of mad at CWA for a while, and the and my union and your too. union too because we, we don't all agree on this business no. of uh, of shipping jobs overseas. Uh, not only did they do it, they encouraged it, yep. uh, yep. starting with the Reagan administration. They gave, uh, they gave special dispensations to companies that were going overseas. Uh, that's our government for you. If you don't watch them every minute, they'll sneak, some, sneak another one over on you. So people, the people have been fighting back and the unions have been fighting back against uh, sending jobs overseas. And we've, we've won some. We've made some headway. We have. And we some have. things are a little better now than they were when Reagan was president. I, I, but it's not I, over. No. And I really have to encourage people. If you're doing business with a company here in the United States, 
and you call customer service and you get somebody offshore, you take the time to get transferred to somebody in the United States. Just tell them refuse, I'm not talking to you. Refuse to speak to them or their supervisor. You want to speak to someone in the U.S. Someone that's associated with the Communication uh, Workers of America. Or, or just working in, in this country. And knows how to do their job. I mean, I get the, I, y'all, I've spent hours on the phone with AT&T because I refuse to speak to someone uh, off that's been uh, that's offshore. So there's a little bit that individuals can do, but yeah, most, mostly what it comes down to is you have to be aware of trade issues when you're picking your candidates. And uh, we've, we've made some headway on that. It's not nearly as bad as it used to be. And uh, we continue that fight. 972-647-1893. I was going to tell you about this high school student. I, I said that they should raise the minimum wage. And uh, oddly enough, this guy's teacher told him that they shouldn't even have a minimum wage, that they should do away with it and let market forces do everything. And I told him teachers are so underpaid. Uh, and he wants the market forces? And the, yeah, and, okay. and the city councilman told him, well, we don't need uh, minimum wage raises. What we need to do is uh, have more education, get everybody educated. This is at the same time that they're trying oh, to wreck the schools and take away our right for education. But yeah. anyway. Check out Houston, folks. They use that as an excuse. And I told I told the, the high school student, they're just lying. You know, I mean, it would be nice to say that they were mistaken, but they're not mistaken. They're just lying. They're on the other side. They're on the wrong side. The way to tell who's on working people's side and who's not is yep. to ask them about raising the minimum wage. That's right. If they're for raising the minimum wage, they might be on your side. If yep. they're not, they're very definitely on the other side. Make that very clear. Good morning. Thanks for calling Can Win. Thanks for waiting. Yeah, I just wanted to chime in on what the uh, lady just said, your co-host, about mm-hmm. uh, someone offshore. Hey, this just the climate and world we live in, we just like to deal with it until something is done. This microphone we're talking on right now is probably made in China. When you go home and sit on your couch or whatever, your, your toaster, your air fryer, it's probably made in China. Mm-hmm. So just it, you just deal with it now. I mean, you know, every this what I cut. This why I cut the footage. Ninety percent of the products that we use in the United States is made in China. Lots of them are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a true fact. It's cheaper. <laughs> well, it's cheaper. It's, it's cheaper. cheaper. We tend to buy the stuff that's cheaper. I mean, let's look at let's look at television sets. Mm-hmm. Are there any television sets? made in this country. Curtis Mathis went by the wayside many decades ago. Yeah. Uh, RCA, they don't make anything in this country because they shipped it overseas because it's cheaper to manufacture overseas. Yeah. I can I can I can give you the other argument, but go ahead, brother. Okay, we agree with I agree with you on that, ma'am. You're absolutely right, but it's just it's just the climate unfortunately. Uh-huh. That, we, that we're living in. I'm not going to hardly purchase anything that's made in the U.S. But I, okay. I, I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for your time. Okay. Thank you. All right. You know, it's it's funny. <laughs> it's not really funny, but kind of. Uh, make America Great Again merchandise is all made in China. <laughs> those American flags they hand out. All those American flags that they hand out, all that merchandise that they sell, it's all made in China. So, Mr. Make America Great Again needs to go where he needs to go, which is prison. So, that's just <laughs> me. Oh, I think... Well, the they, sh- they, they put another indictment on Mr. Yes, Trump Yes, it seems month, to be getting closer. <laughs> He's got a bunch of them hanging around. 38, I believe, now. Every time he gets one, he gets more uh, more People voters, get him more, more money. money. What is wrong with you? Are you crazy? Well, the rich people are just pouring money into <sighs> President Trump and also into Ken Paxton, uh, into our attorney general that's been suspended. And he's been a, he's a crook. He's been a crook for years and years and years. At least And eight. the money is just flowing into him. The very, very rich people have decided to put the law aside completely. They're saying, we don't care if he's a crook. We're going to get him you. off. We we're love gonna get him. We're going to get him off because we're going to give him enough money to get him off. But I don't and, think uh, that's They're bribing happen. everybody they can. 
they've made all kinds of money uh, do- donations to uh, the uh, the guy that's the head of the jury, more or less, which is the Jack Smith. No, oh, I'm talking no. about the the jury, which is the Senate. Oh and the yes. Lieutenant Governor oh, yeah. is the Senate. Oh yeah, he He's got three million dollars from the Paxson supporters, and it's just uh, it's oh. just amazing to see that the people that are supposed to be like our our leaders, you know, the rich people, <laughs> that they are are just putting the law aside yeah. and saying we don't care uh, what the care. law says. And uh, okay, let's look at Alabama. Look at Alabama. Alabama just received a directive from the Supreme Court to redraw their districts so that so that they would have two majority African American districts. Because uh-huh, that's how many black people they yes. got. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what did they do? They just lied. They, they, just, they, they lied and said, "Okay, here it is." It was thirty-eight percent. That is not a majority. Mm-hmm. So, so now you just ignore the, an order the, from Supreme, the Supreme Court. Court? Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Governor Hot Wheels, and I'm going to call him Hot Wheels till the day he dies. All right. Uh, I'm done with him. He is defying a direct order from the President of the United States. Whether you like him or not, we elected him. Mm-hmm. Greg Abbott is defying an order to remove the razor wire and barrels and buoys in the Rio Grande River. Mm-hmm. I'll see you in court, was mm-hmm. his response. Yep. What? So, and they figured they're going to get away with it, too. Where are we the, living? Because the Supreme Court's crooked. There's, oh. They're taking all kinds of, of money. Oh, my that, God. That Alito. they shouldn't be taking. Millions. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Alito just, just, just admitted to having some big thing with the guy that's got a case in front of the court. Yeah, and he's and he's funding what is he funding their vacations uh, yeah. or what? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, y'all. Yeah. So so some people Isn't that called the, pay to play? Well actually they're mostly Republicans. <laughs> no. Are, are uh are openly defying the law. And just saying that the yep. law doesn't make have any to. difference. Well, and as long as Donald Trump is free and has not been convicted of the felonies that he is he is accused of, people will believe that you can be above the law. Hey, I found out how much how much do you have to have to be rich? Oh, how much is it? If you are in Texas, how much is it? The one percent. Oh, the one percent. This was there's a guy named uh, O'Donnell. Yeah. who writes for the Dallas Morning News, and he dug it up. How much money do you have to make to be considered in the 1%? In Texas. It's, it's 631000 a year. Oh. So all of you that are listening who are making $631,000 a year or more. <laughs> You're we rich. Want, we want to ask you, why are you messing everything up? Right? Come on, send us some money. <laughs> $631,000 a year or more. I'm going to start inventory. Bonnie, do you make that? I'm, I'm, I'm suspicious now. I don't even make a tenth of that. Oh, okay. dear. Oh, dear. Okay, $631,000 a, a month. If you make that much, please call 972-647-1893. We'd like, to, we'd like to discuss an endowment. Why would you... Why or an adoption, you, either one. I, I just care. want an explanation. Why are you mucking things up like this? <laughs> you're supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be the, our leaders if you're in oh. the 1%. You're the elite. Oh, but they call not. you the elite. I don't so. understand that. How do they get that title? 972-647-1893. Call me and tell me how these people get this title of being elite. Mm -hmm. Uh, Speaking of of rich people, American (laughs) American Airlines reported record $14.1 billion profit in the second quarter. And what are they doing? Oh, we don't want to pay those pilots any more money. Uh, The Allied Pilots Association has a new tentative agreement with American Airlines that is much better than the one they just rejected. (laughs) 
passenger service agents organized in a joint effort between the communication workers and the Teamsters. They report tentative progress on a new contract with American Airlines. Meantime, after making all this money, American Airlines says they must increase they must increase fares. <laughs> Because if, we have to pay the pilots more, so we have if, to increase fares. Yeah, Because we can't that. take a pay cut. They're oh actually God. saying that. <laughs> We're not going to take anything out of our profits. Well, let's talk about AT&T. AT&T. Yeah. What about Oh, we need to cut another $2 billion in expenses. That's people. It, duh. Even though we had record profits in the last two years. Mm-hmm. How do you think you got those record profits? You got those record profits off of the backs of the union members that are still working for that company. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I just got my AT&T bill, and all of a sudden, I look, I got a $40 increase. I got no clue why. Doesn't say anything why. It just says it went up. Here's something about that minimum wage I was talking oh. about. One of the one of the respondents to our high school students said that we don't need a minimum wage, we need better education. Here's a letter from State Senator uh, Boris L. Miles. He published a letter to the Houston School Superintendent, which is Mike Miles, who is also the Director of Education, because they took over the Houston School. Yes, he's now the Director of Education in Houston. He says, I am strongly asking you to reconsider your plan to eliminate the libraries from 28 schools and turn them into what are functionally in-school detention detention facilities. That's right, folks. He wants to close the libraries and make them detention centers. Oh, my God. And if you have any question about where he gets this authority, look no further than Austin, Texas, at Mike Morath, the jerk that Hot Wheels appointed to the Texas Education Agency. Oh, he's the head. He's that... Mike Morath is the same one who came here to Dallas, got elected to the to be a trustee, mm-hmm. and tried to turn it over to charter schools. He tried to privatize the whole and thing. And we worked Communities United for a Greater Dallas, uh, which included uh, AFT and uh, CWA and Texas Organizing Project and Workers' Defense. We worked our butts off to make sure that they could not do that in Dallas. And then they made him the head of the whole state. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they, what's going on in Houston is is shows that these rich people are not trying to give us more mm-hmm. education. They're just saying that to keep from raising the minimum wage. Go on and look up Mike Miles' reputation in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Go on and take a look at that. What's he done? He's, he is retired military. Mm-hmm. He is... One of those guys who feels that discipline is the answer to everything. Oh, I see. He does so not. So the detention center fits right in. There, there. you go. He mm-hmm. does not believe in positive behavior. Uh, he, he doesn't believe in any of that. Mm-hmm. Discipline is the key, just like they taught him in the Army. Wait, did we get any calls yet from the people who make more than 631000 There's one. Maybe this Here's one. Maybe this Good person. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? <laughs> Hello. Do you make $631,000 a year? No, I have a job. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we, I love it. I love it. Hear, That's we want right. to hear what you got to say anyway. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I wanted to talk about uh, uh, Mike Miles. Uh-huh. And, 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 and what you said earlier, it is it is private businesses who kind of privatize public schools. That's right. Uh-huh. Magma Ralph tried to do that. Dallas I do that. that uh-huh. And if you pull the state record, every time the state is taking over a school district, the school district has not did any better than it did prior to the elected officials. That's right. They're not trying to make the schools better, are they? Nuh-uh. No, no. But what they want to do is get that private money, I mean, give that, 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 that taxpayer money to private businesses. Uh-huh. And then, and then uh, um, uh, bribe the teachers and say, if you look at it, he's going to pay him $100,000 a year. But guess what? Like you said, he's dividing the school and saying, there's a pipeline, and the teachers are not looking at it this. Yeah. You are union-based. And being union-based, no matter how much money he's giving you, he's bribing you to take over. And then if he get it, they can see it there. They're coming to Dallas. They're coming to uh, Travis. They're coming everywhere. 
Mm-hmm. And so you and Josh are going to be, it's going to be more uh, able loss if he succeeds. I'll leave you with that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. That's very good insight. We got That's some very, smart listeners, we do don't we? Very smart listeners. 972-647-1893. We have to break take a time. break. We'll be right back. Blue Monday. Got to work like a slave all day. Here come Tuesday. Oh, hard Tuesday. Oh, I got no time to play. Okay. If, if Vance Domino was still alive, he, he would, would come up here and slap us. He would hunt us down. <laughs> 972-647-1893. If you want to join the fun, we've had some callers that have really got good yes, insight. Yes. Several of them have got some really smart answers to the question, what do all oppressed groups in America have to do with each other? What is... What is the th- one thing that could possibly unite them? We, di- we didn't talk about the Teamsters. They got a tentative contract. That means it's, they haven't voted on it That's yet. That's right. You now, we t- might, they might like it and they, they might, might not. not. They- I got one friend that says she don't like it. Okay. But well, then the others are saying it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. So well, we don't see. know, and no, it ain't no. up to us. No, it's not. If we're not Teamsters, oh, we don't have a vote. That's right. So we will see how it comes out on yes. August 22 when their voting ends. Uh, they're voting going from August the 3rd through August 22. It might be the greatest victory ever. And I want to say something about this victory. I've been saying all along that the best way to avoid going on strike is to get really, really, really ready to go on strike. (laughs) And the Teamsters did that. Boy, didn't they? So you can't just say, oh, the company (laughs) gave them this, the company gave them that. The company didn't give them anything. The company saw them coming. That's right. And they were ready to shut things down. And everybody knew it. They had lined up a lot of friends all over the country. They were even practicing. They were practicing. Oh, yeah, they had practice pickets, what, for the last couple weeks, right? Yeah, they were practicing going. They had signs that said just just practicing. All over the country, not just here, all over the country at different locals. I love those buttons that say strike. I don't want to, but I will. That's right. That's right. uh, So, yeah, the teams just got really, really, really ready to go on strike. And then they got a pretty good offer or some kind of an offer. It was good enough that the Teamster leadership thought it was okay to let the members vote on it. So the members now have the final say-so, whether or not it's a good contract or whether or not it's as good as they could have done. I don't know that, but I do know that they did the right thing in getting ready. Yeah. Because if you are completely, totally ready to go on strike and your boss knows it, then you're going to get a good offer. And that's a, that's how it works. 972-647-1893. You get, you get to make your opinions known here on KNON. You don't have to listen have to, to ours. I have to bring it up tomorrow, tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We will have our 40th anniversary celebration. Y'all, this station went live on July 30th in 1983. Oh, you got one. Great that. We have four great artists for our 40th anniversary. We have Tejano Music from Jay Perez. We have Blues with R.L. Griffith and the Blues Palace Show Band with special guests Greg A. Smith and Fat Daddy. Uh, Rock and Roll from Igor and the Red Elvises. They are awesome. Country by the Matt Hillier Band. Y'all, the show starts at 2, runs till 9. We're at the Granada in in Dallas on Greenville Avenue. Uh, Our sponsors, I have to tell you about our sponsors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jimmy Wallace Guitars. And sponsored in part by Domingo Garcia Law Offices and KNON Family Sponsors, Venturity Financial Partners, Picasso Construction and Moving, D-Town Boxing, Gilbert's Trucking, the Law Office of K.R. Wittenberg, Blackwell, Blackburn, Herring, and Singer, LLP. So that's that's tomorrow's thing. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right. Two to nine tomorrow. Be there, be square. 
Tickets oh. available at knon.org. Your, it'll be your chance to meet the celebrities. That's right. Which is us. Such as <laughs> us. Let's do remember, I want everyone to, to check out D Magazine online, please. And, and uh, the Dallas and Observer. And the Dallas Observer. Uh, we have major coverage. Gene and I have an article just about us. Golly. <laughs> oh, we got a big thumbs up from Steve the Cockroach. We got a big thumbs up from Pierre. Mm-hmm. I gave us a standing ovation when we walked in. Yeah, that's our standing Ta-da! ovation. <laughs> We're on the, 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 the station is on the front cover of the yes. Dallas Observer. Yes, and when you pull up D Magazine online, the very first article that you see is about KNON. Wow. So, you know, and it talks about our history, which is, is so diverse. Uh, I I remember that old house. I can't I can't remember the exact address. Oh, yeah, Jacinto. but I was thinking, I think it was 4644 or 4640, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. San Jacinto. It was San Jacinto and Carol. Couldn't miss it. Big two-story white house with these big white columns out front. Falling down. Falling down. <laughs> yeah, did we mention that? Uh, <laughs> the floor shook when oh, you yeah, walked. Oh, yeah, the f- floor shook when you walked. We could actually sit in the back office, and there was space between the foundation and the wall. It was like a foot of space <laughs> so you between. you could look, look down into the ground. Look down into the ground. It was mm-hmm. all pier and beam house, so it was, you know, kind of cattywampus. Uh, what, I, what, I get, what I always remember was the pigeons. There was a window. Oh, that's right. In order to get to your microphone, you had to kind of cram in between the table and this and window. The window. And there were all these pigeons in the window. You know, and they were shaking their shaking their feathers and everything. Oh my God, those were the days, my friend. Oh my gosh, and we'd be sitting downstairs. Acorn and Acorn Housing was in the was on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can was on the second floor. Yeah. We and were course, always worried. And you and I, of course, were just little children. Oh, yes. We were, we were 40, mere, 40 years mere ago. children, yes. 972-647-1893. You don't have to listen to our opinions. You can put your own yes. opinions on here. Call us. Yeah. Uh, this is what Texas AFL-CIO President Rick Levy wrote to me and Bonnie. Quote, this is such a great tribute to your work which has never been appreciated in a way that is warranted. Now, listen to this part. Thank you both for keeping on, keeping on. We need to get y'all more help. Ha! I like it. I love it. I like it. More help would mean more money. I don't know. Some kind of help. He's been on the program. He's been on the program. He has actually been a, he's actually pledged our program before. Mm -hmm. He sure has. We need, that's what, maybe that's what he needs by help. That'd be good to get him on to summarize the convention. That's a great idea. I wonder let's if see if he'll that. come on next Saturday. Let's ask him while okay. we're down there. While we're down there, yeah, we'll Just be Just ask him if he will call in next, next Saturday, Saturday. and summarize awesome. the Texas AFL sale convention because. It's yep. not just business as usual. Nope. Rick Levy, president of the Texas Federation, the AFLCO. Yep. He is aware that everything is changing and we must adapt That's to right. a new situation. A situation in which we are more popular, labor is more popular <laughs> than anybody. And labor can Amazing. can focus the interests of all working families That's right. better than we ever could before. And so uh, so I think it's time to take advantage of that and Absolutely. get moving. Absolutely. You know, I got to, I got to, uh, you guys got to read this article about KNON. Mm-hmm. And uh, Natalie Weiner is uh, uh, an incredible young woman who moved here from New York City. Yeah. Uh, she's a freelance uh, writer. Mm-hmm. And she wrote these pieces for D Magazine Online. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she was scrolling the dial uh-huh. one Saturday, and she heard don't forget, our show. Don't forget the point you made. She's from New York New City. New York City. New York City. 
And she started writing, calling people back in New York and saying, they've got a better radio station than you do in New York City. The K-N-O-N is dynamite, knocks the socks off of somebody who just got here from New York City. I mean, what an honor. What an honor. You talk about uh, Urbane. We are Urbane. Yes, we are. We are Urbane. Nine seven two six. I have to look that up. I'm not sure, are we? <laughs> if you, if you, if you want, Thanks, if you want okay, to talk we, about something besides us, we have a caller. <laughs> Good morning. Thanks for calling, Kano. Good morning. Hi. Good Hi. morning. Hi. I was calling because when y'all were talking about again uh, people that you can't understand and they're from the United States when you uh, have to call about your phone or something like that. Uh huh. So. So the funny thing that happened was, uh, so my grandson, husband, and I, we, we were on uh, three lines. So someone had stolen his phone, so I called and had his number deactivated until we either found the phone or got a new phone. Okay? So when we got the new phone, we called. All they had to do was reactivate that number to the new phone. Do you not know that this person, my husband's name is the head of the account. So whoever this, this person we got that couldn't understand, they turned around and put the new put the new put the number on my husband's oh, phone instead of reactivating it for the new phone. Oh no! And so then, and so it took us all. Day, I mean, from Sunday afternoon to late Sunday night to get it straight. So I found another number, and then uh, and because I got on the phone and I said, I need to speak to the supervisor. This foreign or whoever was did not want to let me speak to a supervisor. No. Mm -hmm. So I just hung up the phone and I found another number and I got an American. Woohoo! For a few minutes. Keep that number to yourself, sister. Don't don't hand that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that was crazy. Then the foreigners tried to say, well, we can't send it back on there because you need a new SIM card and because, you know, we're going over to another company. This a whole bunch of crap. And so, but the long story short is, we finally got someone that we could understand, and then they changed everything back and fixed everything just in a few minutes. See? See? And, and that's why I'm saying, man, they have to transfer you. If you demand to be transferred to the United States, they are required to transfer you. And if you get a, a supervisor... That's in air quotes, so you know. Uh, and they're in the same offshore office. Demand that supervisor transfer you to the United States. Do not take no for an answer and stay on that phone. And you hide that number, sister. Don't give it out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you okay. so much for calling. 972-647-1893, but we are running out of time. We are. We have six minutes give, left. I want to give my answer to the question I asked at the beginning of the program. Okay. What do all the American oppressed groups have in common? What do black people have in common with gays and with Native Americans and with women and with children? These are various oppressed groups. What do they all have in common? They all have the same oppressor. Somebody <gasps> is making money out of Racism out of homophobia. Old white of, people. Yeah, old no, they're white, all white men. men. They're all white men, but they, uh, but uh, they are these same people. They all. I don't know who they are, but I know how much money they make. It's six hundred thirty-one thousand dollars a year. They are making or that more. money off of. The Us. fact that they're keeping everybody else divided and separate in different silos and not being able to work together and not being able to come together, and they are making money out of it. They're the same people that used to be the slave owners. They're the exact same white men that are oppressing <laughs> black people, oppressing children, wrecking the schools, oppressing women, uh, misogynists, and homophobes, and racists, all... All are the same guys because they're making money out of it. That's what they've been doing. They might even they might not even hate black people, but they're sure willing to take the money. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. Oh. And they all 100%. make $631,000 a year plus, or more. Plus, they have to make that much to be considered in the in the 1%, yeah. is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So, so it's, yeah. It's that's what they all have in common just in case you wanted to know. I want to mention this one thing because we've been talking about the rule of law in America. This comes from the New York Times. It's a headline. Supreme Court justices make millions from book deals. <sighs> Sup 
says the New York Times. We uh-huh. already we already knew they got beautiful vacations, go all over the world in uh, private don't jets. They, they drive like that. One they, of them's they, got a got a Cowboys championship ring. Oh, that's right. Jerry Jones gave him a a, a, a Super Bowl ring yeah. for Clarence Thomas. Isn't uh-huh. that special? They're not all. They're not, oh, that's right. He's also educating his nephew. Uh, paid his tuition. Yeah, he, he put that kid through, uh, yeah. through college. Built, uh, bought mom his mom's home and a couple of homes next door, and totally remodeled and redid everything. And and Harlan Crow and, says, "What? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, that's okay, isn't he, it? He's just a friend of mine. I I didn't know he was uh, on the Supreme Court. Well, you mean he's on the Supreme be? Court? What? Yeah. How could I that no be? Idea. I'm shocked. Nine seven two six four seven. I think nine, we have eight, a caller. Three, but we're about to go. I think we have. Okay, a you got to make it short. Good morning. Thanks for okay. calling KNON. Okay, hold on. Oh, they hung up. Okay, never mind. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, next week we'll be right back here. Yes, we will. And, and we're going to do. Terrible happens. Oh, there they are. They're back. Okay, okay hello. Put them on. Good morning. Thanks for calling hello, KNON. Hello, 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 hello. 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 Listen, what do you mean by the old pressure making money on us? Uh-huh. <laughs> All the old white guys. I know. I'm from the South. I'm 80 years old. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what we're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I mean, that's the old pressure. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. What you feel? I go cracking up our knees. But I'm going to tell you one more thing, mister. You got a good show. Thank you. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, you, y'all got a good show, but I'm going to tell you one thing y'all young people used to do. You need to do. You take one at a time, excuse me, let me finish my question. And then I, what I was taught. And if she finished, then you say, what you got to say. But while you're talking at the same time, it seems like a field game. But I'm uh-huh. on the plane, though. I don't know much. But I'm going to let y'all go on. Okay. I got a beautiful show. I listen to y'all every Saturday morning. I used to be in Local 244. Yeah, for y'all. She out right away by the Ford Motor Plant. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you. Appreciate you listening, man. Have a great weekend, okay? We got to go. We're up. I'm getting slammed into a hard break, as they say. Yeah, 